spooky friends. I'm John, your host, and welcome to another episode of Dairyland Frights, the paranormal podcast that covers everything spooky, creepy, and mysterious in the Midwest. And again, the great guests continue. It is 2024, and I am starting off hot <laughs> with David from Down the Rabbit Hole. Hello, David. How are you? Hey, John. I'm doing great. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Um, so, people who I always call my spooky friends, they may not know a little bit about Down the Rabbit Hole. So, could you mm-hmm. please tell everyone what it's about? Absolutely. Uh, Down the Rabbit Hole is an Instagram, Facebook, X, Threads, uh, TikTok account that I created. Uh, basically, I'm, mo- I'm mostly on Instagram, but um, I just love the paranormal. I, I I grew up loving the paranormal. I don't know if you guys are the same way, but if you have a yeah. conversation with someone and you start talking about ghost stories or you know haunted or anything like that, you know anything crazy, and you just have these long drawn out conversations, that's yeah. what it's all about. And so my account essentially, um, I loved watching all these shows on TV. You know, Discovery Channel has a lot of the ghost stuff. It has a lot of the uh, paranormal caught on camera. I love that show, but I kept finding these shows where there were these chunks of videos mm. that I would not have watched by choice. You know what I mean? Sure. So I would see this one thing. Okay. There are lights in the sky, right? UFOs. Mm. I'm really interested in that stuff, but I'm more like, I want the, you know, the, uh, I want the visitation. I want the abduction stories. I want the good stuff, right? Unless it's something yeah. that's like miraculous in the sky. So I decided I'm going to create an account and I'm going to find videos that I want to watch yeah. and I'm going to share them. Right. And so that's where down the rabbit hole was born. Yeah. And I want to, I want to tell you my spooky friends, please check it out. It is amazing. David does a great job. Also, you said you have an assistant who helps you out. I want to do a call out for, for her. Is that correct? So I'm actually the co-host of one nothing podcast. And that is Amanda yeah. Goodwin's show. Uh, because of down the rabbit hole, should we found each other and her show, uh, one nothing our show. It's about uh, we're talking animal attacks, we're talking bizarre deaths, and we're talking true crime. Nice. And so you can find us out there on Spotify, anywhere you find your podcasts. Um, it's a great show. We have a Patreon also. Feel free to join that. Uh, yeah. Five star reviews, guys. Just like I'd leave for John right here. Do that <laughs> business. Yes, absolutely. And like I said, down the rabbit hole, you did a piece on one of my favorite presidents, Abraham Lincoln and yes. Kennedy mm-hmm. and the similarities. It's insane. Please check yeah, that out. Yeah. It's mind blowing. I mean, it it's is. just it really unbelievable. Uh, so let's get into, I'll ask you maybe a little bit more uh, once we sure. get to the topic here and I do my little teaser, David, but do you have Maybe you don't have a personal favorite story, or maybe you do, and I'd love you to share that. If you don't, is there a story you've heard recently or have had on your show or done a down the rabbit hole that's uh, really affected you when it came to a paranormal experience? I have, yeah. I definitely have one of those. I also have a personal okay. story I can tell you. Please, please share. Let me start off with the one that has spooked me out uh, the most, uh, hmm. and it's called the pantry door ghost. Have you heard of this one? No. Okay. No. This is great. This is great. 
I have shared it several times because it's probably my favorite uh, ghost story. Now, the interesting thing I'm going to say about this, it looks real. Now, I'm not a professional. I can't video Mm -hmm. tell if it's real or not. Um, yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. And it's really difficult to, if it was real, to prove it. I can't prove it to you, you know, yeah. but you have a lot of people mm-hmm. that come out and say, oh, that's fake or whatever. This mm-hmm. one spooked me out because um, I would say two to three months afterwards, I would still think about it, especially wow. if I got up in the middle of the night yeah. to go take a piss yeah, and yeah. go into my bathroom and I have a, like a shower, like a glass shower oh. thing. Yep. Yep. Tell. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so great. So, okay, here's the story. It is a pantry door in this house where this family lives. Mm-hmm. And the uh, owner of the house, he would find every time he would come downstairs, the door would be open when he knows it was shut. He knows he okay. shuts that door. It's always shut. Okay. The door is a frame door with a glass center. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those like uh, frosted glass with a little design that goes all the way down. Yeah, sure. So, this kept happening. And so he was curious as to what was happening. So he put a camera out there, puts the camera, records the whole night. And it was, I I can't remember the exact time, but it was, there was an exact time every night it would open. I think it was like three, three something. Yeah. Right. So he caught it on camera several times. So he decided, okay, I don't know why it's doing that. I'm going to lock it. So he made a, he put a, he changed the lock on the door to make it locked. So no one can open it. Yeah. 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 He records it and something is trying to open it, but it cannot open it. Mm. So one night he decides I'm going to go and watch it at the time and see what happens. Okay. And Mm. so he's there, he's recording. This is really freaking cool. He's recording. It's trying to open the door. Yeah, yeah. And then it, there's a, like a two or three second stop where it stops. And yeah. then you see two little hands press up against the glass. Oh, wow. Two little hands, right? Oh. And you would think that's that's it, man. I am. Yeah. I'm out, right? I'm out. <laughs> he goes up to the glass. He puts his hands no. to the hands. Yeah. And no you can hear way. him say, it's cold. When he says it's cold, a face no presses up right against the glass. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> and it's a little girl. It's a little oh. girl's face. Oh. Terrifying. Terrifying, oh. man. Wow. He has that on camera. He wow. posted that up. He got a lot of people saying that it was fake, this and that. So he oh, invited sure. one yeah, of the yeah, people. Yeah. He invited one of the people that actually live really close. And okay. the guy came. Yeah. They're sure. there again recording. The same thing happens, and he's telling him, go, uh-huh. go, go, go up there. So the guy puts his hands up, and then the face reappears again. Wow. They unlock it. Nothing in there, dude. Nothing in there. Wow. Creep oh, me out. Goodness. Creep me yeah. out. Great. Now, do you have a personal story? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I have okay. a personal story. Great. Uh, it's actually two stories, but I'm only going to tell you the second one. Okay. The sure. first one no is problem. super bizarre, but what happens is there's a fire in my apartment. Actually, it's a, the apartment above mine. Okay. And so me and my dog were lucky to get out alive. It was like uh, they, the fireman mm. told me 10 minutes more, you would have died of smoke inhalation. Oh, no. 
Yeah, and it was it was really bad because I had I was gonna take a nap. It was like I, I remember it was Sunday, uh, four p.m. It was I was like uh, watching TV and I was really tired, but I knew if I took yeah. a nap, uh, I would screw up my Monday workday, whatever. Sure. But anyway, there was a fire. I'll tell you that another time. But anyway, there was a fire, and I had to find a place to stay. Mm. And uh, I remember everyone that lived in that complex was in the office, and they're like, "We're going to get you rooms. We're going to." You know, the, the Red Cross is going to get y'all rooms. Don't worry about it. And then my sister okay, calls. Okay, good. Said, Just come stay with me. Come stay with me. All right. So mm-hmm. I went to go stay with my sister. Um, little history on this. Uh, well, let me just go and tell you what, what happened to me. Okay, so she has a guest room. She's got one of these uh, single beds in that guest room. It's the room where she has her... Uh, crafts whatnot you know or there's a get you know so i'm in there it's bedtime me and charlie are exhausted my my dog charlie's a little chihuahua mix white and brown (laughs) and we're we're in bed we're going to sleep and i heard knocking three knocks very very distinctly Mm -hmm. on the wall Mm -hmm. there's nothing on the wall Mm. so uh i try to go back to sleep i hear knocking again and it was at that point I saw there was a ceiling fan in the room, right? I saw a piece of paper and my sister had up there with a thumbtack. Mm-hmm. And when the ceiling was going, I could see the paper kind of going off and like the edge would hit the wall and it would tap. Yeah. Okay. And I thought in my mind, I thought, well, that's what it is, right? I explained it. Yeah. Go to bed. Right. And just to tell you, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I was a skeptic, a huge skeptic, right? <laughs> I would explain things away and think, oh, well, that's what it was. That's the scientific yeah. proof. There it is. Yeah. Well, this night, I heard footsteps around the bed. And there was nothing in the room because I can't sleep with the door open. The door must be closed for me to sleep. And I heard what sounded like shuffling of, a, of footsteps, right? Uh-huh. Didn't sound like, because it's like wood floors. It didn't sound like patter. It sounded like someone wearing socks shuffling from one side of the bed to the other. And I was sleeping on my right facing the wall, but okay. there's like a gap of space between the bed and the wall because the bed's kind of in the middle. It sounded like someone had shuffled over to my face and stopped. And I opened my eyes. And I didn't see anything. Mm. So again, I'm like, I don't know what the hell. I go to sleep finally. And it was about one-ish in the morning. I felt a little hand grab my shoulder and shake me. Oh, so. You know, I just came from right. a fire, right? And I'm thinking my sister's waking me up. Something happened. There's something wrong. Because my sister's five foot and she has little hands. It's definitely her, right? So I wake up and I look and nothing is there. The door is still closed. Oh, yeah. And at this point, I am freaked out, man. Because yeah. I know I felt someone grab me and I'm looking and there's nothing there. And it was at that moment where I'm looking around the room that I heard a child laughing. A little giggle from a oh, little boy. Sure. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I freaked out, and I did yeah, the child. Of course, I did the child thing that you did when you were scared as a child. I put the covers over me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Charlie, Charlie heard it too. Charlie woke Charlie up. Hmm. You know, and so we were both kind of like freaked out, and. 
again, the shuffling, there was a little bit of shuffling, wow. but I was so tired from the, from that whole day. Somehow yeah. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Luckily I fell asleep, but yeah. I swear if I saw, if I would have seen something, I think I would have left for sure. Because, no. yeah. uh, right. I'll right. say this. I want to see something. I do. I do so want to see something. So do I. That is my, that's like a bucket list item I want to check off, but. Right. It doesn't mean I'm going to stick around, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I yeah, saw something, yeah, I probably yeah. would have left. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking, I, it's in my head. This is in my head. Yeah. You know, that in, was, I was yeah. trying to tell myself, but I experienced it. I definitely experienced it. I wake up the next morning and I'm talking to my sister and I said, listen, something weird happened last night. And she goes, oh, you experienced it too? And I was like, oh, oh. my God. Oh. What do you, you knew something was going on in there and you didn't say anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, she's like, well, mom and dad had stayed there not too long ago and they heard someone laughing. That's what they told me. And I, every time I'm in there and I'm doing some crafts with Max, which is her, uh, her son, my nephew, and he, at the time he was three or four years old, we would, yeah. things would get knocked off the shelf. You know, it wouldn't, we couldn't explain it. We'd put it back up there, make sure it's not going to fall over, and then it would fall over again. And here's, here's the interesting thing, John. My nephew had been talking to something in the house. Oh. And, uh, yeah. So my sister noticed this a lot. She figured it was like a, what do you call it? A, a, like a imaginary friend. That's what she yeah, yeah, figured that's what it was, right? Yeah. Right. So she asked him, who are you talking to? And he said, oh, my friend Coco. I'm talking to Coco. He's my friend. All right, all right. That's cool. You know, let him play on. It wasn't until later, it was before I spent the night there, that Coco started to scare my nephew Max. I mean, really terrify him. He would run out of the room screaming. Uh, You know, he had a lot. He couldn't sleep on his own in that room. uh, Or his room, I mean. and. Come to find out that uh, the owner of the house, because my sister was renting, the owner of the house had told my sister, listen, I'm just going to give you this information. Do with it what you will. But any couple that has ever moved into this house, no matter if they were married or if they were just boyfriend, girlfriend, have, all of them have broken up. Just know that. And like I said, oh, my sister was married and she had a kid and she's like, Sure. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Right. Thing. Right. Well, they they don't live there anymore, and my my sister uh, divorced her husband in that house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, while they were still there. Wow. Yeah. And the guy was a good guy. He was a a really yeah. He was a little quiet, but a real good guy. And I can tell you, John, I you know he they got married at my house in the backyard. Very nice man. Very quiet man. You would never. You would never suspect anything weird. But when I was staying there, he let me know that he did not want me in his house. He was a completely different dude in that house. Wow. My sister would tell me all these stories. Like, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him, but he's he's acting crazy. He's acting. Yeah, nuts. yeah. Well, when they finally they moved out, he's back to normal. He's a, he's a, he's a nice guy. They have a very good uh, relationship raising their son. There's no problems whatsoever. But when he was in the house, something Something had a hold of that dude. I can tell you from, from experience because 
he was completely different. He was a. Uh, it, it reminds me of The Shining. Oh, it reminds sure. Me of the Shining. The difference between Jack before he got to the hotel and the whole shenanigans that he was going through. That's right. What it, you know. So I don't know. I want to do an investigation in the house, but we don't. She doesn't live there anymore. But <clears throat> I would love to do like a deep dive in it. See if I can find this. Yeah. Oh, here's some interesting information about the house. Okay. My my sister's a nurse. She's a psych nurse. And she was working. There was a gentleman uh, who also worked there. He was in his 70s. And they got into the subject of where she was living. And the guy says, well, I lived at this address when I first moved here from. Because he was an immigrant from Cuba, I believe. And it was the exact same address. It was the same house. This dude grew up in the house for a number of years. Okay. And so... He was saying that it was a woman who lived there and she was fostering children. But the woman apparently was very evil. She was not there to raise the kids and you know, delightful little lives. Yeah. Yeah. She was just collecting money and she was just one of these evil women. So I wonder if Coco, whoever Coco was, uh, died in that house or, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. I would love to investigate, figure out what the deal is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. That's, that's my. That, that is a great <laughs> story, David. I love that story. <sighs> um, there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, one, mm-hmm. of the, one of the things is we know typically demons like to be little girls, right? They like oh, to come so- as something. So, for example, uh, one of the biggest. Um, well, I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest, but people have heard of it, is the house in Kansas um, where, uh, why am I drawing a blank on it? I'll have to look it up really quick. <laughs> but anyway, this house in Kansas, and people have seen this little girl constantly. and But there's mm-hmm. supposedly a uh, portal to hell in the basement, and people Ooh. who stay at this house uh, which I want to go to. You can stay overnight uh, at this wow. house. You can do investigations. They're wide open for it. Um, and they um, claim that this little girl will come up to you and be really, really nice to you. But when people are in that house, they change demeanor. You know what I mean? And I've heard mm. this too, where someone, there's a lot of stories out there where people have seen this little girl. Oh, cute little girl. Oh, something tragic happened to her. But then you see the change in the people, especially husbands. Like you said, your uh, ex-brother-in-law, you know, and your wife's ex-husband, where, like, he gets out of the house and he's like, hey, how's it going, David? And you're like, why is my sister telling me this guy's a big jerk? (laughs) He's super nice and we're having a great time. And then we go in the house and he's like, get the F out. You know, kiss my, you know, whatever. You're like, whoa, you know, what's going on here? Um, You hear that a lot. And I I agree with you. I would love to do investigating in there because it's always usually a little girl involved in that. Oh, excuse me. It's the Sally house. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Sally house. Named after the little girl that Mm -hmm. died there. She had like tuberculosis or something. A doctor, you know, this is the 1800s, so doctors, you know, <laughs> uh, rub some right, mud right. on it. It'll be okay, right? Um, they didn't know what the <laughs> right. hell they were doing. 
she died extremely painful uh, death in front of her mother. And um, so she haunts this house. And if you go on Sally house, excuse me, you will see all these different rooms and all this different evidence that they have uh, captured there. This is just amazing. But it's a little girl who they believe is a demon. Right. And that's typically what, what people say. So yeah, that's amazing. I would love to. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great to get just do investigation in that house? That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to look uh, up the history of the house itself. It's just it's really hard to find information on it. Yeah. And that's really, it's really funny too. I have guests on here who have lived in haunted homes, which I just think is amazing. I don't know why I think it's so amazing, but I just couldn't do it. Could you, could you live in a haunted house? Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. No way in hell See, would I want to live in that. No. And I'm like, I'm a, I, you're a pretty big guy. I'm a pretty big guy. I literally would scream like a little girl. <laughs> run out that house. There's no doubt in my mind. No yes. doubt in my mind. I would do that. I'll say, no. you know, yeah. your house is your, your, your sanctuary, right? You, that's where you right. relax. That's where your family is. You don't want anything disturbing you that you can't explain. You don't yeah. want that, hic- that right. headache. It's a headache to have to deal with it. If it's yeah. wild, you imagine if it's like yeah. really, really bad, forget it. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No and, way. and, you know, and, and some of my guests have said like, oh, the door would open and then someone would sit on the bed. Like they could, you know, when you sit on the edge of the bed, you know, that impression. Yeah. And they're like, oh, here it goes again. They're so nonchalant about it. And I'm like, oh, no way. No mm-hmm. way. Mm. So that was awesome. I love that story. Uh, before we get into our main topic for today's spooky topic, uh, remember, uh, I will put all of David's uh, information on our show links and our show media. Please go and go to, uh, you know, all his sites, uh, you know, and five star and rate them and give them all the love, spooky friends. All right. So Patreon, too. Please go to Patreon. Um, I got a teaser for you. I always like to tease you, David. (laughs) (laughs) So, David, what if I told you there was a cemetery that if you go there at midnight and count the wrong steps, you're going to die? Okay? I probably would not do that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to do it. Now... David, you seem like a smart. You seem like a smart guy. You're a smart guy, right? Well, thank you. So well, I'm going to tell you. So let's say you say you go. Well, wait a minute, John. Like you just said, what the heck am I going on the steps? I'm going to die. Are you, you crazy? I'm not going to do that. But if you try to, to reach the, yeah, if you try to reach the top or level ground by not using the steps, you will be pushed to the ground by a phantom hand, which will leave a red imprint on your back for several days. So those who see it can see the mark of the devil. Yeah. I think I would rather have that than walk up and have, you know, immediate death. Yeah. I think I'd rather. So, just the mark of the devil. You're okay with that? That's all right. That's all right. Taking a shower. It's gonna go away, right? It goes away. I don't. I think it does. (laughs) 
I'll tell a, I'll tell a story related to that. I think it's kind of interesting. Cool. Um, here, once we get to that part, <clears throat> I have to mention my sources. So really quickly, uh, Indiana Ghost Detectives, also only in your state uh, with Indiana, Haunted Cemetery, uh, Creepy Cemetery. It's like this really, it's a really fun site I found, which just does all these creepy cemeteries. Uh, and it's like a little blog. It's pretty cool. And the Brazil Times, because this is in, not in Brazil, Brazil. This is in Brazil, Indiana. So. Cool. And last but not least, I thought this was super funny. One of the sources was Visit Indiana. So, like, your state has, like, Visit Wisconsin or Visit Texas. Yeah. They list Mm -hmm. this as, as like, hey, why don't you check it out? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Hey, you could die. Or have the mark of the devil. Die. Yeah. Come on. Why don't you come over (laughs) to the cemetery? Like, I don't think that's really good tours. I don't know. <laughs> That's them. So let's get to the spookiness. So <clears throat> this is hilarious because I was like, this is descriptive. So anyone can find this. Uh, okay. And yet we have GPS, Google Maps, Apple Maps. You can, you can figure this out. Uh, just off 675 west north of Brazil, Indiana, if driving mm-hmm. on Highway 40, if you're heading west, David, just before the marathon station, Turn left on 67, 675 West and drive a quarter of a mile or so. And it's around your corner on the left-hand side is the 100 Steps Cemetery. Okay? It is located. This is, I've never heard of anything like this. This is so weird. Not that it's located on a hill. That's not weird. But the steps, they start, and I'll put pictures out there so you'll get an idea. The steps start on the road. So, like, you drive up, right? You, you pull over. Mm-hmm. There are the steps. Like, you open your car oh. door. It's right there. So, usually cemeteries have gates or they have stone walls. Nope. There they are, the steps of death. So, <clears throat> a little history about this. The cemetery was established around the time of the American Civil War and is still an active cemetery. So that's what I thought was really interesting. Okay, so an active cemetery, meaning people still are buried there. The 100 right. Steps Cemetery or Carpenter Step Cemetery is considered the most haunted in Indiana. It is called 100 Steps because, as you probably have guessed, visitors must ascend 100, 100 steps to reach the summit. So you got to... Get out of your car, walk 100 steps to see the cemetery. So you can't, like, drive up there, from what I understanding is. Um, County officials have installed, though, a new staircase in recent years because it used to be, like, this old, broken-down wooden steps so people would get hurt. Yeah. They wouldn't die. They're cement steps, right? Yes, it's cement. Yeah, I've seen this. I've seen this, yeah. It, it, yeah, and given the age of the old half-buried staircase and the popularity of the cemetery, the new stairs allowed for easier. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at this. <laughs> easier navigation to the top of the hill. So, David, the mm-hmm. reason I'm laughing, and maybe you can help me out here, is if I told you that, hey, David, there's a hundred steps, so you got to count them the same number up as mm-hmm. you do when you're coming down, or you're going to die. I mean. <laughs> 
what's the yeah. sell? What's the sell? You know, what am I selling you on? <laughs> yeah. See, this is what I'm thinking. It, originally, there were wooden steps, right? Correct. And so the wooden steps, I mean, going up a hill, they probably were sinking or breaking or whatever. Correct. And so anyone yeah. who would go up those steps would probably trip and die. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking too, right? Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It makes, makes sense. sense to me. And how, how can you count the same steps when you're some are underneath, some are on top, some are, I don't know right. if that's a step or not, right? right. There's grass over it. You get it. the wrong place, and next thing you know, you're on the floor, and there's this hand on your back. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah, to I'll get it. to that. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you're smart, right? You're really going to go like, I'm not going on those steps. I'm going to run up the hill. We'll get to that. I think that's even more funny. Like, you can't. I was thinking, can I walk backwards up it <laughs> to confuse yeah. people? Do I skip up it? La, 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 la. Do you zigzag? Zigzag, zigzag right? So they can't. Mm, Serpentine. Me. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some two ghostly legends exist for the cemetery. The first is fairly simple. At midnight, and again, this I love this. At midnight, under a moonless sky, a visitor must ascend the steps, counting as he or she goes. One should count 100 total steps by the time the summit is reached. Then the visitor should walk back down, count the number of steps a second time. At the bottom, the visitor should have a different number. The mismatch is supposedly, David, caused by a mm-hmm. supernatural sleight of hand or perhaps the fact the visitors are counting stairs in the middle of the night. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. who's the judge of that? So in other words, if you want to get, if you really want to die, which I, God, please don't anybody really want to die okay plenty of good therapists out there and you know absolutely. please don't do that absolutely yes so what you want to do midnight go there go up the steps count to 100 come back count, hit 100 but right. supposedly you'll never hit that supposedly supernatural will make you go 97 96 no wait a minute 97 <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's just, yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's that's interesting to me because first of all, it's midnight. You're going up the steps, <laughs> but it's still what I love is the legend, right? And we both love right. legends. It seems like with our uh, podcast and with down the rabbit hole. Yes, yes, what yes. do you think? Like, how do you think this got started? That's my main question. Do you have any idea of like how this would have started? That someone said. There has to be a hundred steps. Any any logic behind that? Why can't there be ten? I uh, <laughs> right. Well, it's it's uh, it's not steep. It's not going. It's kind of like at an no. angle, right? Correct. And so Correct. I think uh, I would have to assume that there's a a legend or an actual story that matches up with this uh, this legend, right? But here's what's interesting to me. So I actually looked this up, and many uh, you're telling. I'm saying like a lot of ghost hunters have been there. A lot of them, correct? Okay? A lot. Because not only yeah. is this one of the most haunted cemeteries, it's the most haunted place in Indiana, from what I understand. Correct. Right. 
Okay. Yes. Here's my theory on it, because I, I watched more than a few people do the numbers going all the way up. <laughs> what was interesting to me is more than five of them would get to the top at 97. Mm. So for a minute there, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's 97. It's not actually 100, right? But that's right. not the case. Apparently, it is 100. And then some of these people, when they were coming down, would only count 94. Right. I have a theory on that. And it, my theory is this. If okay. this let's, say, let's say for argument's sake, it's real. Let's say it's a real legend. It actually happened. So I'm thinking that there's three steps and you're going up where something happens where you actually miss time. That's why you're counting 97. Oh, right. That's that's what I'm thinking. So what's supposed to happen, from what I understand, is once you get to the top, you're supposed to turn around. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to – okay, there's two, actually, variations of it. You're supposed to turn around, and there's supposed to be the original caretaker, right? He's going to appear. Yes. Okay? He's going to touch you on your forehead. And then yep. you're going to see in some sort of ghostly realm how you die, right? Correct. And then and then what's going to happen if you descend counting the steps again, if you get 100, you won't die that way. But if you descend and you count, you miscount it, that's how you're going to die. And so I think when people descend and they, they count 94, there's a gap in time where maybe they're experiencing mm. what is going to happen. They're being told in a way, this is how you're going to die. Yeah. And then they get down and it's gone. Well, they know, but they that. don't know. I love it too. I, I was like, love yeah, that's that. What I think. So yes. that is, so that is very, um, I don't know if I haven't watched all your episodes, mm. you know, uh, but have you done anything like glitches in the matrix where people have been so like, on, but go ahead. It's big. Glitches in the Matrix. People love glitches in the Matrix. They are some weird ones, right? There are some Very fake ones, ones that you can see. But the mm-hmm. ones that capture the imagination are the ones where someone is not moving at all, but you can see stuff actually moving around right. them. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so yeah. those are kind of uh, my favorite ones because they're very entertaining to watch. Uh, can I prove them? Can anyone prove them? Mm. Not really. Yeah. 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 yeah, So very similar to what you're saying is the fact that people get there and then they slip as a time slip. And then, you know, who knows? Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't. The the second legend is far more sinister. Kind of getting what you're talking about. Uh, In this account, visitors again should climb at the top of the stairs, counting as they go, arriving at the hundred steps at the top. On the summit, the visitor should turn around and look down the hill. A ghost of the first caretaker will appear. Hello. And uh, reveal how the visitor will die in a spectral vision. With the ghostly fortune finished, the visitor would descend the steps, counting again as he or she goes. At the bottom, if the number of steps is the same as the way up, then the vision is wrong. <laughs> if there's a mismatch, the visitor will die in the manner revealed by the phantom caretaker. During this process, if the visitor leaves the path, 
or does serpentine or skips. Now I just added that. <laughs> la, 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 or gets a sled and tries a sled. Yeah. Okay. Like or that. doesn't count the steps. A devilish hand will force the person to the ground, leaving a deep red handprint for several days. Yeah. There you go. So here's Man. my story that matches up with that kind of. So when I was a young, foolish kid, <laughs> every story, sound, every bad story sounds out like that, right? <laughs> when you're a dumb kid, right? Well, I wasn't that young. I was about 23. Me and my buddy, we went to South Carolina. He just got a job down there, fresh out of college. I went down there. We both love the paranormal. So we went on a paranormal ghost tour. And the tour we went on was very similar to the story of the Bell Witch. Okay, if you don't know the Bell Witch, basically there's this entity that possessed this house, and it was a switch, and they tried to strike. I'll Mm -hmm. do something on it, but there's tons of stuff on it if you want to go look up the Bell Witch. Yeah, I've covered that. It's very interesting. Very super interesting. And also the conclusion to it is a little bit of a twist. Some stories have a little bit of a twist about maybe what the father was doing to the daughter, which is gross. And, you know, that's a whole different thing. Um, So anyway, we went on this tour. Same thing. There was a witch in there. Uh, Well, in this time, you know, she fell in love with the farmer. His name was John. Um, And he, you know, like every man in that age, he was married with kids. And he's like, hey, get away, you know, whatever. She did not take it so well, as often as the story, Mm -hmm. right? So she hung herself in the barn. Um, so he uh, and, and my guide is talking about this, and, and it's this really nice old farmstead. You'd never guess that's haunted. Anyway, so you go into the barn. That's where the most activity is, and the guide is like, "Okay, you know, blah 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 blah." This is where she hung herself. So basically, John comes out to go to work. There she is, hung from one of the rafters wow. of the barn, and she was this beautiful young lady. You know, the guide says, you know. It's terrible trash. So anyway, when you go into the barn, people have complained about being scratched, bruised, pushed. However, there are some times where uh, her name was Sarah, the woman who killed herself, who likes a young man and may do something Mm. to him. (laughs) And when she said that, I was like, 23, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I was like... Hot, sexy, young ghost. I'm digging this. Mm. And she's kind of like looking at me like, yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> but I'm thinking like <laughs> Ghostbusters. There's that scene in Ghostbusters where Dan Aykroyd is sleeping and the ghost, you know. Well, right, right, right. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm thinking that. There I'm is thinking no I'm Dana, get... only Zool. Zool. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay Zooli. We wouldn't talk to Dana now. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's one of those things. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm cracking jokes. Ooh, I bet, you know, I bet she's sexy and stuff like that. And the, the, the guy's <laughs> like looking at me like, you know, will you shut up? And all of a sudden, she goes, Sarah, stop. And I'm like, <laughs> turn it around, like, what do you mean? And she says, Sarah, stop. And she goes, excuse me, Sarah, um, she is walking towards, she looks at me and she goes, what is your name, sir? And I say, John. And she goes, it's mm-hmm. okay. Sarah's walking towards you right now. Ooh. And she wants to 
She wants to touch you. Don't worry about oh. it. You're going to be okay. All right? And me and my buddy are laughing. We're like, this is an act. She's ha- The guy's having fun, right? This is all yeah. to sell this whole thing. So I'm sitting there, and I feel like it's not somebody touched me. I just feel like there's a chill down my spine, right? Maybe mm-hmm. because of the yeah. story whatever. I feel a little chill down. Okay, great. Go home. I take off my shirt, and there is a mark on my Ooh. shoulder, on my chest. And I think it's a stupid spider bite, right? So I go yeah. to my buddy. I show it to my buddy. I'm like, what the hell? I got bit by the spider. And he looks at it and he goes, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of spider that is. Are you okay? You know, do you feel sick or something? Do we have to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, 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 man. I feel fine. So flash forward <laughs> a week. This thing is not going uh-huh. anywhere. I've showered. I've tried everything. I've tried. I think it's maybe like, you know, who knows what it is, right? So I've been trying creams and stuff to try not going anywhere. <laughs> not going anywhere. I go to the doctors. The doctor goes, I'm not really sure what this is, but it's going to go away. Don't worry about it. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's not a spider bite. It's nothing bad. You're going to be fine. Flash forward to two weeks. <laughs> it's still not gone. So wow. I'm deeply in the paranormal, and I, I started asking around, you know, uh, uh, people who I know who are in the paranormal. And they're like, hey, I know a medium. I know a medium. She can take a look at it. She'll tell you exactly what the problem is. I said, okay. I'm thinking I'm cursed by a witch. I'm starting to freak out a little bit, David. I'm thinking, you know, am I cursed by this witch? Like, God, I shouldn't have made a comment about her body. It's not like it should have been, you know, more respectful. And so anyway, the medium comes and she looks at it and She goes, oh, you're fine. And I'm like, I am? She goes, that's a protection mark. And I'm like, what? That's oh, a protection cool. from evil, Mark. She's protecting you. Basically, she's, he goes, she goes, basically, she kind of branded you to tell other witches out there and evil spirits, you're <laughs> Stay, away. Stay away. That's, That's my guy. And I went, what? <laughs> she's like, yeah. Wow. So, when so when I've been out on ghost tours and everything like that, I know this sounds really weird to say. But, like, when I felt, like, weird or an evil presence to a certain point, like, nothing mm-hmm. touches me. Nothing. And wow. I can't show it to you now. It only happens when it's Wait. cold. But, like, it, it, it's, it still shows, it's, still, it's still there. Yes. When it's really cold out. When I got, when I got married a number of years ago, uh, my wife, I you know, saw it. And she said to me, she mm-hmm. goes, oh, honey, you got to go to the doctor. You know, there's something, we got a bad rash. I'm like, nope, that's my protection. She's like, what? <laughs> and I told her that story and she was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah, it's still there. It will show up on cold days. I should take a picture one of these days in a cold. It does, it's not as prominent. Only when it's really cold out. And it was gone. Does that it look like a mark or does it look like a bite? It, it looks, uh, how do I describe it? Yes, it's like a brand almost of like an A and there's like a little circle and then in it is another circle. Uh, I should draw. Dude, you got to take a picture of that. You've got to take, take a picture. Yeah, I got to yeah, see it's it. Crazy. It's crazy. And I've been, <laughs> when I've been around, you know, other places where, you know, this is evil, whatever. I just feel like, you know, it's, uh, I'm okay. Like nothing bothers me. It's weird. It's very, very weird. That's but very but, cool. But this she is only several you. days. Huh? Yeah, she liked She me. liked you. Yeah. 
So I'm like, I wanted to, I've spent, well, not too much time, but I've been trying to find pictures of the farmer to see if I look like him. I don't know if you've ever heard stories, David, where ghosts have like attacked certain people who, um, I don't know, used them or killed them or something terrible happened to them and they think it's the person. And so they go after him. There's several stories where people have said, I look like the i don't know plantation owner who uh whipped and beat these slaves right and then these right, the right. ghost slave comes and sees this you know you're just at a mcdonald's or whatever just hanging out and all of a sudden you're like ah whatever or you're near this plantation and it's like something attacks you and you're like what the yeah. heck and then you go and you see a picture of the person and it looks like you so the ghost is like ah there he is i'm gonna get that guy you know he treated me Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I just thought it was just a really interesting story, and I, I'm really looking at it. It's just, and it was really fun, you know. Like I said, it was just really fun at the time. So, another thing at the cemetery, getting back to the story, is there are body snatchers at the cemetery. So, not only can you die <laughs> or be pushed down and have the mark of the devil, now maybe. Your body is stolen. So anyway. Yeah, that can happen. Yeah. Sure what the heck, why not? So the 100 Steps did suffer at the hands of at least one body snatcher in 1892. Uh, body snatching, if you're unfamiliar, was illegal. <laughs> of course it was. But common practice in the 19th century in the days before cadavers were donated on a regular basis to medical schools. So, in other words, people would, this is crazy. You'd go out to a cemetery, find a skeleton, recently deceased, dig them up, sell them to a local uh, medical school. Right. And this <laughs> so is that, before, this, you would sell them before you take off everything that was worth, jewelry, wa- anything that you yes. wanted to sell for yourself, and correct. then they would sell it too. Yeah. Correct. And people Crazy. were kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. And then they put an end to it eventually. But there were still doctors oh, yeah. out still doing that, obviously. Um, but working in the cover of darkness, like I said, they would exhume the bodies, give to medical establishments. Um, so I thought that was. And there, there is a college in central Indiana supposedly called Ashbury College, which is now DePaul College. Or I'm sorry, mispronouncing that one. But. That was the closest college. So this college in Indi- in central Indiana was, they got a lot of bodies from wow. 100 Step Cemetery. Yeah. So crazy. they, they admitted crazy. it. They came out and said, you know, oh, yeah, we did it. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Damn. So I know. <laughs> on November wow. 30th, 1892, the following story was actually reported. This is the actual story, uh, David, in Ooh, the Indianapolis Journal. Brazil, Indiana, November 19th. The citizens of uh, Posey Township of this county are greatly, I love the way they write back then, are greatly stirred (laughs) up (laughs) over a ghastly discovery made at the Carpenter Cemetery, one half mile south of Cloverdale yesterday afternoon. About two years ago, Okay, George West, a wealthy farmer of that place, buried his daughter, Miss Emma. She died of ordinary disease. All right, well, and nothing. I'm also gonna die. 
Oh yeah, ordinary disease. How'd you die? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, ordinary disease. <laughs> ordinary. <laughs> ordinary. And nothing to cause any fear of her grave being molested was apprehended. So in other words, so they didn't really find anybody. It's like a long-winded way of saying, well, I'm not sure what happened here. Um, <laughs> recently, though, <laughs> Mr. West fought a lot in the cemetery and yesterday engaged assistance to help him remove his daughter's remains to a new ground. When the coffin was reached, all present there were startled to find it upside down and the body and corpse missing. So Ooh. here you are, your poor daughter dies of an ordinary disease, David. <laughs> You're like, well, I want her to bury with me. And then they dig it up and the grave's upside down, uh, the coffin's upside down, and uh, your daughter's gone. No one's in there. <laughs> yep. No one's in there. Terrible. How would you feel, David? <laughs> I'd feel very bad. Feel? <laughs> very bad. And then I would be mad. I would go through all the feelings, you know. Yeah, right. I want to find that person. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 1800, so you could pull your gun and start shooting in the air. and you know, Exactly. <laughs> so, and it goes <laughs> I just love the 1800. The go a ghost investigator said, "Be mindful, uh, too, in this cemetery because um, supposedly to I didn't put this in here, but when I was reading it, yes, you do see the ghost of this. People have said they have seen the ghost of this little girl, kind of wandering around, like trying to figure out, hey, where's my, <laughs> where am I supposed to be? Um, wow." Nothing's been caught on tape, unfortunately, but people have said that. Now, one of the things um, I thought was really interesting is just remember this, too, again. So I got to make sure so people don't get back at me. You know how it is. Mm -hmm. Is remember, be respectful of the cemetery. So don't be like run up and down the steps and don't bring your kids there (laughs) right around. This is a cemetery, okay? It is only open from sunrise to sunset. And um, the thing is, you should not be visiting unless you have permission. Uh, like ghost investigators have, uh, please give permission and be courteous. I mean, you know, that's just uh, just unbelievable to me um, that some people degrade cemeteries. And just, right. sort of, I don't know if you've ever seen, I've seen, I don't know, a few videos out there where people, I've seen people like, Knocking down gravestones, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're thinking on that one. So, yeah, they're not all that bright, you know what I'm saying? John? I yeah, have a friend, exactly. uh, her name is Gina Black. She has an Instagram called She Haunts, and she does a mm-hmm. lot of videos where she goes to cemetery. She finds beautiful cemeteries all over Florida, sometimes other places. Oh, nice. One nice. time in Japan, one time in Japan, she showed some that were really amazing, but she mm-hmm. has shown videos of the desecration of certain graves and you know mm. she's like an advocate of please do not do this do not show yeah, respect yeah. for the dead you know that's the whole right thing. and uh she's a great uh, uh ghost hunter as well yeah you know it's yeah definitely don't do that don't do that that's wrong yeah yes so i just a quick little story i found out and I was just going to go through it really quickly. Uh, Zachary Keller was a sucker for haunted houses, haunted graveyards, kind of like us, haunted anything. 
So when his friend, Will, had told him about the 100 Steps at Carpenter Cemetery, he knew he had to go check it out, which I, I would love to check this one out. I'm in the Midwest, so I would love to go there. So. The legend was simple. Climb the 100 Steps at Carpenter Cemetery, and then the top of the hill, turn around, turn an open field. It goes to the cemeteries first. Undertaker will appear. Approach the Undertaker. He will reveal your own death. Through a vision, after you that, you must proceed down the steps, stepping on every step. One thing that I forgot to mention, you got to step on every step exactly the way you went up. So in other words, you can't go right, left, left, right, center, like you're doing a dance. <laughs> you got to be like, you have to go, you're on the right, you have to go backwards? Right <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly how you win. You have to go backwards, I guess. You have to go backwards. So if you go backwards on the right side up, you have to go backwards uh-huh. on the right side down. In other down. words, you guys say exactly, exactly. So we do serpentine. David, if we both go there, we both do serpentine on either side. We've got to make sure we do serpentine on the way back down. Correctly. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> so there you go. There's your timely tip for today. Um, so if you, like I said, if you attempt to climb the hill up without using the steps, being a smart aleck like me and David, uh, you will be pushed to the ground <laughs> and a handprint will be left on your body for several days. So <clears throat> one of the things he wanted to do was check this out. Of course he did. So good old Zach. Why wouldn't you? It was a Friday night and everyone was out at the bars and the clubs. So he wouldn't have to worry about the police patrolling the cemetery. There were no guards, which again, people just, <laughs> even though there's no guards or anything, please be careful. Um, yes. So it was pretty easy for Zach to sneak in. The cemetery was a little way out of town. So Zach rode his bike out there and there was a full moon. Remember I said full moon, midnight, gotta yeah. be there with light and shadows. So when Zach arrived, he scanned the grounds looking for a grassy hill with steps. Will had told him to, to find the steps, 100 steps, and uh, Zach told him where to find it, which, like I said, it's pretty obvious. You walk in and basically it's 100 steps. Uh, it's pretty, very simple to find. Uh, Zach mm-hmm. walked down the dark country road with his bike and flashlight. Then he spotted it a few yards away. He could see a tall hill heading to the cemetery. As Zach approached at the bottom of the stairs that led up the hill, he started to rethink his decision about yeah, going through. Then he, this is interesting, he heard a voice whisper in his ear. But he could not make out what it said. Mm. Following the voice, he began up the stairs, taking it slow, one step at a time. Each step seemed heavier than the last as he continued to climb. Time seemed to, here we go, David, shout out to David. Time seemed to stand still. Then after a few minutes, Zach had finally reached the last step at the top of the hill. Following his friend's instructions, Zach turned to the field just to the left of him, and to his surprise, he saw a tall, dark figure standing among a row of tombstones. Zach's heart began to race. The figure then turned to his direction, or his direction. Slowly he turned. turned. 
Zach, step by why? step. This is this is the part where you got me, Zach. This is like, what are you doing, Zach? Zach yeah. approached the figure. Oh, okay. Very no. cautiously. What? Zach, come on, buddy. Don't you watch a horror movie? Come on, buddy. Yeah, okay. As, as Zach approached the figure, <laughs> he could see the features of an elderly man with a wrinkled white skin with sacks drooping under his hollowed black eyes. Zach oh. was taken aback. Oh, no kidding. By the man's feature. He should have been taken far back. It's what he should have been taken. <laughs> Get on the bike. Let's go, buddy. Uh, What's wrong with you, boy? Oh, my God. So uh, the man held his hand out to Zach and without a word, touched his forehead with a long, bony finger. Zach was suddenly hit with a vision of himself falling down the steps of the hill. He just climbed, snapping his neck on the way down. Then as quickly as it came, the vision was gone, and so was the man. Overcome with fear, Zach made his way toward the other end of the hill. He looked wait, John, over the- wait, wait, John. Okay, now go. he's overcome with fear? I now he's fear. overcome with fear? <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Not the bony figure, finger, not the black yeah. eyes, not, no. not the skull face. Oh, oh my god. That. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, sure. sure. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks I'm like so- Grandpa. Oh, scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All man. Right. So he made his way to the other end of the hill. He looked over the edge and saw that it was a, now a steep drop. It also hit, oh my God, Zach. It also hit him <laughs> that if he was to survive, he would have to climb down the stair. So, Zach, so let me make this clarify. So, he ran and he thought, oh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go down the steps. I'm going to go, I don't know, there's another way out of the cemetery, right? And he sees yeah. a steep, steep cliff. Okay. Uh-huh. So, he knew, oh, uh, I got to go back to the stairs. Yeah. So Zach went back to the stairs. And he looked down at the steps with unease. Really? Okay. Yes. <laughs> he took the first step, then the second, then the third, knowing what his fate could be. Zach took each step slowly and carefully. He was about halfway down when the vision hit him again. The vision struck with such force that Zach lost his footing and tumbled down the steps. The next day, someone discovered Zach's body at the bottom of the step. steps, <laughs> his neck snapped, and his eyes wide with fear. The police investigated the incident and reported it as an accident. As stated by the police, this is not the first accident, accident, David, on these steps. People need to be more careful when they visit here, especially at night. <laughs> Nothing to see here, right? I love it. Jeez. What do you think, Dave? What do you think of that story? Zach, come on, buddy. Let's, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. Zach, when he saw something that wasn't there before, should have skedaddled the hell out of there. That's what I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, get on your bike. Let's let, let, let's yeah, let's go. Um, so you probably that asked, guy cannot give you. He can't give you the vision if he can't yeah. touch you in your freaking head. So yeah. don't go there, man. Don't yeah. go there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. So right? so I believe it or not, I searched the internet for the police report. I did not find any, but I did find some funny police reports where. Well, people would just be stupid and they were like jumping on the steps <laughs> and they broke their ankle or they like hit really? their head. Yes. There was just stories oh, like snap. there was just stuff like that. It wasn't nah, it wasn't anything. It was it was a funny thing I found. It, it no one broke their neck and, and died, but maybe there is something it, it, you know from this time. I don't know. So, before we wind up here, I got I ask all my guests David, do you think this is a real thing? You think this actually happens to people? They do this. I am going to go on a limb and say no. I don't believe this is a true okay. story. Uh, the reason is, um, for one, there's no real record uh, right. of an account, right? And if this were, let's I, say, let's say for argument's sake, let's say for argument's sake, this was a true thing. So. Yeah. You would have someone have that experience, right? And would descend the stairs counting the correct 100, which means that whatever they saw was not going to happen, right? We would right. have accounts of that. They would say, hey, I did it. This is what I saw. I descended. And apparently it was not true. So, but here's how they said I was going to die. But I know now that's not going to happen. Plus, yeah. Yeah. I have a theory on uh, which. <laughs> This is, this is way out there, but I have a theory that yeah, love uh, there are an infinite amount of universes that are on top of each one. Uh, and that yes. um, my theory goes, and it kind of ties into the fire story, but my theory goes that every second you've ever been alive, like from from birth, even conception, even, but every second since conception to, let's say, 120, whatever, in another universe, you have died. In one of those seconds, every moment as you progress in another universe, you've already died in one of those moments. So mm. it, it ties to a thing that's like uh, destiny. If someone tells you, hey, I know how you're going to die. You're going to die like this. Yeah. Is that right. really how you're going to die? Yeah. It will in some other universe. More than likely, that's what's happening. Right. Like you yeah. and I are talking right now and like a meteor just crashed through my roof and killed me right mm -hmm. now. I just, in some other mm -hmm. universe, that's happened. Any thought you yeah. ever had exists somewhere else. So that's uh, I, that's why that's one of the things why I don't think that uh, you can predict because mm -hmm. you make so many decisions in your life that take you to this branch or to that branch, correct? Or to this way or correct. that way, whatever. Yes, I. It's one of those I things. Only yeah, I love that. I'm a big multi-universe. Maybe maybe we'll have to meet up again sometime and do a multi-universe. I'll tell you the do story where I, you know, I I, uh, I have a theory about it, and it's uh, there's a lot of components to it. Like we can talk about it. Uh, there's like yeah, uh, I would love. There's that. some I theories. would love to do that. Oh man, for sure, that would be fun. I'd love to that do that. So that's what I always I so. <laughs> I always have, well, maybe we can talk about it and uh, we'll do an episode on that. So I have this friend of mine that I, I hate the saying, I despise mm -hmm. it, of everything happens for a reason. 
I always like yeah. lose my mind when people tell me that. Well, it's usually something bad, right? It's usually something yeah. bad, right? Like you find out a good friend of you got uh, a friend of yours got cancer and they have six months to live. Oh well, everything happens for a reason. And then I just lose my mind, and I'm just like, "How is that?" And then I, you know, multi-universe and whatever. But the other thing (laughs) I always talk about random stuff, okay? Because people don't think about it. Think about when you got to get to work. Think about how many Mm -hmm. things could go wrong. Really? So you get out of bed. First of all, you got to wake up. A lot of people die in bed. I'm sorry, but that's what happens, people. Okay, so let's say you live, right? And you get up out of bed. Well, this has happened to me and I'm sure to you. You get out of bed and you stub your toe or you step on something mm-hmm. and you hurt your foot, right? And you're like, oh, damn, man. Right. What the hell is this crap? What did I do? You get into your shower, turn on the shower, no hot water, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> no, there's no hot water. Yeah. I stub my toe. I get up to get some breakfast. I open the refrigerator. Someone forgot to get milk, right? Okay, now I can't have breakfast. I was going to have cereal. Great. Okay, so now I get in my car. I drive my car. I'm driving down the road. I don't know. Some idiot breaks in front of you. You don't see it. Bam. Hit the the guy. Okay. All those things could literally happen at any time, all the time. But we take it for granted, right? You get up in the morning. Oh, I'm so tired. I grab my milk. I take my warm shower. I didn't stub my toe. No idiot bra- broken, uh, jammed on their brakes, and I slammed. And you get yeah. to work, right? But mm-hmm. think of the odds it just takes you to get to work, just to get. Yeah. To, you know what I'm saying? People don't think about that, and they just think like every day is the same. Every day is going to happen this way, and every day. And when people tell me that's the way their life is, I'm like, Are you sure? Because you must be in a weird universe then, because that's impossible. And, you know, how many times, like, I woke up just this week to work, I overslept, didn't see the, you know, I set my alarm wrong. Okay, so now I was late. I had to, like, run and and just, you know, throw some stuff on and get to work because I was late. I had an important meeting. I was flustered when I did this meeting. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it didn't ruin yeah. my day, but didn't start it off right. good. But it was just because, what did I do? I accidentally, or maybe not, <laughs> set my alarm wrong. Right. So, yeah, I'd love to do stuff like that. I'd love, yeah. love to do that. You know, I think that would be an amazing podcast to do. So, yes, so I'll have to be a Absolutely. guest on your show. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So, just really quickly... Uh, cause we're a little bit over, but that's okay. We're having a ton of fun. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have any cemetery story really quickly that may be similar to a hundred steps that you've done, heard of cemetery story, anything like that? It's really quick. Um, thinking back to, uh, you know, deaths in the family, uh, I don't have any cemetery story. I know that my stepson, he did pass away in his sleep at 21. Oh, sorry. And, uh, yeah. Some like seven years ago. I, I, I never got to meet him. But, you know, my, uh, me and my girlfriend have been yeah. together for five years. And yeah. This happened before we met. And uh, mm. I'll say this. I, uh, I've never met him. I've only seen pictures of him. I've seen a video because he was an amazing musician. 
Uh, he would play mm-hmm. the piano, play the drums. He was an IT. I'm, I'm an IT. I'm an IT. He was an IT guy. He would help. Uh, you know, like people uh, in old folks' home learn to use their email. He would teach them how to use their email. He mm-hmm. would help them with their computer. He was a wonderful kid. And nice. me and my girlfriend were at a restaurant just a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, and I saw a kid walk in to the restaurant. I was one who saw him, and when I I looked over, I was shocked because it looked like. Connor. It looked just like Oh, him. sure, sure. And I, how would I know? I've never actually met him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but I looked mm-hmm. and it, it looked like the shape, the hair, the, everything. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend looked over and saw him and she said, wow, he turned our way. And she said, well, okay, I don't recognize the, in the face. I see, you know, a little bit. When he sat down, she said something like, if he would slump, I would probably be able to tell. He did exactly that. Oh. And I showed her, and when she saw, she immediately started crying. She oh. immediately started crying because wow. she saw it. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I couldn't explain that, you know? I just mm. couldn't explain it. How did I know? Uh, how would I know? Yeah. Yeah, how would you it's know? Weird. You wouldn't. You know? Um. So, again, David, I could talk to you for hours. This was awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, oh, my I really pleasure, John. My pleasure. And, uh, like I said, I'd love to be a guest on your show. So, you know, let me know Absolutely. when you have some dates. I, we can talk yes, about sir. that multi-universe. We do that. Um, yeah. So anything you want to share with my audience? Anything coming up that's really yeah. cool you're working on? Share it with my uh, spooky friends here. So I have uh, I have enough subscribe. I mean, uh, followers on my Instagram now. I have about 33,000. And nice. I have subscriptions available now. It's four ninety nine. You get extra content. I share extra videos. I actually do uh, a short show called The Six Questions. It's my interview show. Uh, I have about fourteen so far. I, we're about to. We have three more. We're about to upload. Uh, I have uh, something called Pararumble, which I have two uh, paranormal videos. They go head to head. You get to watch both of them, and you get to vote on which oh, one you nice. think is scarier which one do you think is you know and nice. so uh yeah subscriptions are available now uh, i have a merch shop i have some merch available All right I got this i have a little oh uh, love that uh, you like you like it's a little uh what do you call it? drink thing and uh drinkware and it's at deeperdown.store that's the name of the shop deeper down the rabbit hole as you probably yeah. figured out yeah. And we have a One Nothing podcast, the show with Amanda Goodwin and Rachel Castro. We uh, we have guest book all the way to July. So we do it bi-weekly. Okay, uh, nice. And we, we also have a Patreon. We have a Patreon where we have guests there as well. And that's available on uh, patreon.com slash one nothing podcast. And that's pretty much it. If you want to find nice. me on Instagram or Facebook, it's underscore, underscore, down the dot rabbit hole, underscore, underscore, or just type in down the rabbit hole. I should pop right up. And it's and this my... guy. You'll see this guy <laughs> right here will pop up. There yes. I love it. I love that. I will put all your links in the show notes. And, uh, you know, like I said, I love, uh, you know, even David, David, getting your show out there, getting you to a new audience. Uh, please visit everything David just Absolutely. talked about because he does excellent work, spooky stuff, especially with the little girl and the 
Oh man, I gotta watch that video. Oh man, putting their hands yeah. up. Either. Uh, so anyway, we end the show every time we end the show. We end it this way: is say hi to your ghost. Hello, ghost. Because you never know, you might have a ghost. You know, you'll be nice yeah. to him. And yeah. stay spooky. Thanks, David. Right. You're the best. Thanks, John. Buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll appreciate talk you, later. Sir. All righty.